Welcome everybody to another episode of Attraction Agent. I'm Simon Polito, and I want to welcome today a very special guest. He's a good friend of mine, someone I'm very proud to say is a good friend of mine, I should say, and a good colleague who I met when I first moved over to America and has been with me ever since on my journey. And I'm happy and proud to say he's part of our one of our first episodes we're recording, Lawrence Tayus. Did I say it right? You said it, you said it right. No way. Yeah, you got it right. Oh, man. You got it right. So We're good. For all you <laughs> listeners out there, I've been saying his last name wrong for the last three, three to four years. Three and a half, four years. Um, it's not Tells, and no. it's not Tellies. It's Tellies. <laughs> it's Tellies. Who would have known that? I mean, where in the dictionary does it show that? It's, it's just T-E-L-L-E-S. I mean... It, it, yeah, disguises itself pretty well. I mean, I was living in La Jolla at the time. La Jolla. <laughs> touche. Touche. Which I found out after moving there is pronounced La Jolla. La Jolla. I could never work out where I lived because I kept telling everyone I lived in La Jolla and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. Like, so. must be, he's foreign, he has an accent. No, who knows? So, Lawrence, before we jump in, tell me a little bit yourself tell, tell people who you are uh, so my name is Lawrence Tellis as I as he said obviously he said Tellis. I, I'm sorry Tayas <laughs> and I, uh, I work at first American title I've been working with Simon for like I said I've known you for three and a half four years yeah, now yeah um, and you know it's been a pleasure I met you on one of your first listings the yeah. here in the States actually yeah. Um, yeah and I've been I was on Argo, Argos in Laguna Niguel. In Laguna Niguel. yeah and I've been uh, in the industry now for gosh I think four years I was an escrow sales rep for a little while and then now I currently work for First American Title on the title insurance side of things. Yeah, that's why I met you first when you were doing escrow. Yep. You helped me on my first escrow. We did escrow. Yeah, it was a, um, you had what? You closed two on the same day, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone said it was impossible to do. Exactly. And you made it like, What do you mean? I'm not even from here. I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't even know what escrow or title was. Yeah. Little was... alone, you, you can't do something. But there's one of the reasons why you're part of the team I, I put together on all my deals is because people told us we couldn't do it. And made it happen. And we made it happen. Yeah. So that's why you're an attraction agent. I remember that when we walked in and talked to you about that and you, you were like, what's the difference between escrow title? What's, you know, what's going on? And we talked more about it. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, look, that, look, this show is about helping other people who maybe want to join the industry, people who are in the industry, or just people who are just fascinated with real estate, learning the ins and outs of being an attraction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're definitely an attraction. You won, I think you won an, uh, the Waters of Rising Star, wasn't it? Or yeah, that was Rookie of the Year. Rookie uh, of the Year. My first year in First American. That's right. Awesome, man. I mean, I was, I was honestly proud of you. When I saw that, I was like, humbled and proud to say, I know that guy. And you are, you're a hard worker, but uh, becoming an attraction isn't, isn't just given to you. It's not, it's not something you just, you just have. You have to earn it, right? No, and that's the thing is that people see a lot of times, especially in this industry, you see oh, what, million dollar listings and stuff like that. You see that shows on TV and you think that's what it's like and it's glamorous and it's just full of money and that's what's going to happen. At the end of the day, you have to put in more hours than the average person is putting in at their 40-hour work week job. You're working seven days a week and if you don't pick up your phone, you know, someone else will. Nail on the head, Ben. Yeah. That's exactly it. Full, full stop. I mean, you can be in any field and and not succeed or you can work in any field and succeed and the difference is actually working yeah. when you're in that field right That's exactly people right. say oh I'm so unlucky I never get a call and then you've got people who go and make the calls mm-hmm. and people call them lucky right but they've gone and made the calls like you you, yeah. you come out to our office today mm-hmm. in Costa Mesa here and you didn't have to right you could have said, oh, why does he never have me on his podcast? Mm-hmm. Or you could have come in your car and drove over and been on the podcast, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so, like, right. this makes, you know, I, I spoke on this earlier in our other episode that we had done previous to this one. It's like we put ourselves out there to show how we can help and grow and become better at what we do and just have that competitive edge. I mean, yeah. one thing I've noticed about you, my friend, is you've grown enormously over the time I've known you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not realize it. 
uh, or you may realize it, but you, you, you've really become a lot more mature and, and, and come into your own. Like, yeah. you become a leader. Yeah, and I've watched you grow like that. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm proud, and, and, and I'm, out, you know, I'm happy to see that I, I know that guy. You know, like, you not that you were crap before, or bad before. You, you've got more knowledge. Yeah, and with more knowledge comes confidence, and confidence becomes more, you know, more conviction. Right, and that's where you become be able to get those accolades like Rising Star or Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and just shows that you know anyone can do it. If you put your mind to it, right? I mean, I see you, you're doing enormous stuff, man. You, you, you're out there. You're, you're doing seminars. You're doing broker previews. You're doing <laughs> caravans. You, I see you're doing yeah. everything. Yeah. And so I even made the comment to someone last week: is Does he ever even have time to do title? Because he's doing so many other things <laughs> for everyone else. Wanted to do, but that. that's one of the great things about your company, right? Because right. you've got you've got a huge support system. Well, I think that's the thing too. A lot of people don't understand is they they think that we do the entire thing. Are we handling the file? Are we doing the stuff on the back work and everything? At First American, the beauty of it is that we have three different title units at our Orange County office alone. Wow. And each one of those units has at least two assistants on the unit. So you're talking a minimum of three people on each unit that are actually handling the physical file, making sure there's no liens or judgments and that everything is cleared up in the meantime, oh, which right. is nice. So we can go out and sell and bring in the new business. And then we have a full farming department who handles mailing labels, who handles breaking down the farms into different CSV files in the way that people need them. And then we have a full customer service department who handles property profiles and different things that they need to look up on properties. And for our sales team, we have a concierge team. So we have, behind our sales team, we have one, Wait, wait, are you telling me you're not the concierge? Four. We have four. (laughs) Four different teams behind us that are helping us while we're out in the field making the sales calls, while we're sitting down having one-on-one meetings while we're doing this. That's amazing. The machine that's behind us at First American is just, it's incredible. And our job is very difficult, but it makes it that much easier to do what we need to do. Well, you're allowed to focus on the things that you're best at, right? Which is sales and and networking and communicating. I mean... I mean, I, I can hand on heart say I've never had a bad experience with you or your company. Mm. Um, and I've done deals with other people in your company in the past when I've done other sides of the transaction. Yeah. And, and it's always been seamless and, and, and very, very transparent. Mm. And th- I like that because we're, we run a transparent company as well. Right. Uh, with auctions. Um, we, and I was very fortunate that we had Lawrence uh, assisting us on the weekend at, what, at, at one of our auctions that we had in West Covina. And... Just having the support system and having someone well dressed, professionally, professionally driven, mm. um, knew, knew what they were talking about, and just being part of something that's newer to the United yeah. States. Um, I want to ask you, what was your, what was your, uh, what was your takeaway, your experience from that on the I, weekend? I wanted to make a bid. I was excited. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's illegal. Was, that's illegal. <laughs> I, I was, I was watching people go up and you know get their paddles and sign in, and everyone was checking in and seeing the certain requirements that you had to stick by. And even when times got difficult, when someone was, you know, why can't I just show you a bank statement alone? Why can't I do this? It's like, well, we have systems and processes that we go through mm. that make you eligible in order to participate in this, mm. which makes it a real business. Makes it, like you said, completely transparent because you were everybody was known ahead of time everybody had all the information Um, even someone made a comment during the auction itself that they read over the rules and they knew that something was correct when Simon was trying to tell the crowd that's how it went (laughs) and and so it's cool that was interesting that part that was was, (laughs) it was it was so I mean you had a crowd of 40, 50 people 
standing there. Yeah, you know, we had, I think we had twelve registered. Yeah, and they were all there with their, you know, their agents or their family and whatnot. And it was cool to see. And I'd never been to a live auction, especially one that is a non-distressed home, because the common, you know, conception yeah. with it is that it's going to be a distressed home because it's an auction. And multiple people came up and asked, you know, what's wrong? What are, what's wrong with the property? And yeah. we go, nothing. Who's the owner? <laughs> which, which bank's the owner? Yeah. It's like, exactly. no, a, I mean, there's a bank who's involved because they run the they, they have the mortgage. Correct. Um, but no, it's a traditional sale, and there's no different yeah. to any other sale. Just rather than putting a cap on it, we have a listing bidding to start yep. from, and we let the market dictate the real value. I mean, that was a phenomenal auction. We started at oh, five hundred thousand and sold it for seven forty-five. Yeah, and it was fun to watch the process and the people think and as they were bidding and you know, do I want to go into? I don't want to go. It was you could feel that. Well, That's what auction does. Yeah. It makes people make a decision on the spot, mm-hmm. as opposed to traditionally, you'd look at the home, you'd go home, you'd think about it, you'd run some comps, you'd speak right. to your agent, speak to your accountant, your accountant's going to tell you not to do it, because mm-hmm. your accountant, that's what accountants do. You put in an offer. You, you put in an offer, it doesn't get wait. accepted, you get frustrated, yep. and then you get a call from another agent telling you that they've got an offer on the, on the home from somebody else and you need to do better, but you yeah. don't really know if they do and how much it's for. Here you know what the offer is, you know who's in front of you, you know how they're feeling body language wise, at, yeah. at least. And well, you watch it. Yeah, right. you're seeing you're seeing them. It's right there in front of you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I love doing it. I've been doing yeah. it for yeah a long time now. Clearly, um, I'm in my 18th year of real estate. Yeah. Um, so two more years to go for my goal. There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Next 20, 20 years of hard work to be an overnight success. I got two more years to go. Yep. You got a little bit more to go, my friend. But we'll I got, get, I got a little we'll while to go. I'll be with you on the ride. Don't worry. Um, yeah, two more years until everyone calls me lucky. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it but, takes. Um, but yeah, we're doing something so new and so different that the market is still reacting to it yes there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions that oh it's bad it's negative right but um, I'm trying to align we're trying to align ourselves with good people like yourself who mm-hmm. who get it uh, who are influencers uh, you know like, like last week I I didn't make it on time I had another call but I, I went into one of your seminars that you're teaching mm-hmm. uh, about social media and Instagram and yep. promoting and you know, you're an influencer man like I, I watch your stories every day yeah um, like a creep, you know, just like, oh, there he is at the gym, there he is walking the dog, yeah, there he is with his girlfriend at Disneyland, or his wife at Disneyland. Actually, you're about to become a dad. Yeah, in, in one June? more trimester, May. May. May, I'll be a dad. Little girl on the way. Yeah. Have we got names picked out? We have a few, and I definitely can't say it here. <laughs> <laughs> I won't post it, I won't post it, I swear. Block your ears, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you winning the battle on the vote or the name, or is it Haley's got we have, it? We have, we have it settled on, and I, everybody that asks, I have to keep my mouth shut. I'm like, I gotta keep it down. I can't say it yet. Oh, We're holding it until until the day of. We're holding it. I tell you one word of advice from a father who's had two two kids, and we didn't decide a name. We didn't even know the sex until until we until they were born. And when you see your kid, you know. Mm. You just know that's yeah, that's, that's a John or that's a Mike or that's a you know. We, you, you just you have that overcoming feeling yeah. in your body yeah that's the name I've had a few people say that they say once you once you see them then you know you kind of have a sense of their personality like who Correct. they are yeah I, I knew when my son Elvis was born Elvis was one of the mm-hmm. two names we had picked out and he came out he had these long like side oh, sideies and I was like king. and I'm like and he had a full head of hair, jet black, and I'm like, Elvis. You have to, you, have to. you don't have a choice at that. I remember telling my wife, I'm, I'm going to get some dinner. When I come back, there better be that name up on the board. Otherwise, we're going to have some words. Oh, um, and yeah, but, but you know, yeah. the other name we picked out, I d- we didn't feel it fitted his, cr- his personality mm-hmm. or his look. Yeah. 
Um, so that's pretty cool. A uh, bit off topic, but that's cool. I like that. No, but yeah. it's, it falls right into it because just for you, I mean, you're a dad. You have two kids. You're married. I have a baby on the way and a wife. And for me, that's that's a driving factor. That's one of the things that that's why you wake up so early. That's why you work so many hours. That's we have me and my wife have a discussion all the time. She's like, you know, are you going to be home tonight or this night? When can we plan stuff out? And I always plan at least one date night a week. But they have oh, to, to now. Take, I can't put this video now. I can't put this out. Has, my wife's gonna get angry at me now. <laughs> it has to take you, but you have to understand that, like, like we said at the very beginning of this, the hours, the amount of time that it takes to be successful in this industry, it takes a lot of hours, a lot of time. I mean, my friends hate me. I never see my friends. I mean, I see them a couple times a month, and they, they were like, "What's going on? You know, can we do this? Can we do that? Or we schedule something, and a meeting comes up?" But, you know, when you're on the climb, you have to set your priorities if you want to get to the pinnacle of it all. So would it be fair to say there's a lot of sacrifice? Yeah, oh, tremendous amount of sacrifice. And it, and it's been, what when I first started, when I got out of college and I started my career, um, I was a personal trainer. And ever since then, I saw the time that it took to be successful. And it has all been on the back burner for the past, uh, how many years has it been now? It's been about six years now since I graduated from college. And it's all been on the back burner for, to get to this point at least, and further. So I bet you saw a lot of determination and uh, sacrifice and goal setting as a personal trainer yeah. that made you realize, uh, and they're very relatable to our industry, right? Because yeah. any industry, mm-hmm. if you have determination, dedication, consistency, regimented, like that, that, the systems, yeah. and you are 100% all in, mm-hmm. as my great friend Grant Cardone says, I'm all in, baby. <laughs> all in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're all in, there really should be no reason for, for, for failure. Yeah, and the thing is, you can't. I had a I, there was a great quote I posted today. It was by Walt Disney. It talked about you can't worry if you've given it the best and everything you have. If you've given it everything you have, you have nothing else to put out on the table. You've left it all out there and you've done everything that's in your power. There's no reason to worry. You've done everything that you can. I think you posted another one last week from Kobe. You'll only fail if you if you if you don't. Oh, what was it? Now now you got me. It was something along the lines of, if you don't expect failure, you won't succeed. Yeah. That's a long. Don't quote me no, exactly. It was, it was but it was something along those along lines. lines. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I got his memorial T-shirt there up on the wall. The Black Mamba. The Black Mamba. Right? Yeah. It gives me. It's it's me inspiration. Didn't yes. make Darcy in my office very happy because I spent more money when I'm not supposed to. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, like that's my. That's, yeah, I look up when I sit at my desk and you see across. Yeah. I'm looking at that guy's. That guy's a powerhouse. Like, exactly. Um, very selfless acts. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of them. Right. Um, tragedy. Absolute yeah. tragedy that he passed uh, in a very unfortunate accident. But I mean, those types of guys, Walt Disney, and, the are you work ethic me? alone. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, how many times did he get told his, his movies weren't good enough? Yeah. And that's what, and there was last, a perfect example of it too is last year. I, at the end of the year, I looked at how much my business had increased year over year. I'd increased it by 59%, and I was mad. Like, I was not happy. And it's in my wife's always like, enjoy it. You did this, you did that. I was like, yeah, I enjoy that that's that there was growth and that was happened, but I'm always on how can I grow? How can I become better? This was good, but it's not great. How can I get to that next level? And I thought about that this month over last year. I'm up another 30% from last February to this February already with a few days left to close, but I'm not satisfied. I want more, and I know that I'm capable of more, so I think that's what the driving factor in pushing is. That's your hunger. It's just hungry all the time. Wait till you have your baby. 
<laughs> I hear it getting really jealous. I'll tell you what, she's going to be even hungrier. Yeah, exactly. And if Daddy doesn't fill in the put the food on the plate. Guess what? Yeah, you're going to be in trouble. Go. Right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, but you have the same thing. You with oh. this with the auction plot. I remember when you you know you were at your previous company, and then when you were like, I'm going to leave and I'm going to do this, and you started this out, and you just had the belief and the desire, and you go, It's going to work. I can do this. I'm going to make it happen. And you sending me videos at you know 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, you leaving listing presentations, to you waking up super early in the morning. You got one baby in one arm. You got a coffee in the other. You're half asleep. You're like, we're going to do this. And like, and you just had, you've always had that drive and you knew that it was going to work and you saw the direction of it and the opportunity for it here in the States. And that's what's led you here this far. Oh, thanks for that. I mean, it's nice to hear. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look, I, I truly believe the product of options is going to be a 50-50 chance in the United States within the next five to 10 years. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's going to be the only way. Right. Uh, that would be a, that would be a blatant lie. Um, but I truly believe it'll be a factor in people's lives within the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. When you're going to a listing presentation, an agent's going to offer you one or two options. Yeah. Same way they do it in Australia. Do you want to go traditional, which is known as private treaty in okay. Australia, or do you want to go auction, mm-hmm. which is the same terminology here? And people have the decision. Yeah. Right now, they only have one. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, you have, your home looks great. Yes, you want one million dollars. It's only really, only really worth nine hundred. Yep. But you know what? I don't want to lose the listing, so I'm going to list it at one million fifty. Exactly. And, and then they sit on the market for you know, a year or two, mm-hmm. wonder why they can't succeed. Don't want to have the conversation with the seller about the truth because they don't want to lose the listing. But then the seller ends up removing them from the listing, giving them a bad name. And moving on to the next agent who then prices it appropriately and sells it in a way. Yeah. And I've heard I've heard the whole thing of, you know, if you don't have the listing, if you never had the listing, you can't get a reduction. And, you know, there's all these type of theories and yeah. stuff. But the point is, if you and I but I have other agents that will not take a listing if they cannot agree and they're not a Smart. reasonable, you know, understanding price wise. Yeah. So I'll tell you why. Because I understand one thing in life. The most valuable thing we have is time. Mm-hmm. Can't get it back. Why waste your time on something that you're not being honest about? Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's one thing I love about auction. It's the most honest, transparent, streamlined program you'll ever do. And you set the date when, yeah, when, this is when it gets signed, correct? You set, like, this is the date that we're going to go to auction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We signed one up yesterday. Mm-hmm. We know we're auctioning on the 28th of March. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, if you don't put an offer down before the 20th of March, you get to come stand out here with everybody. You have to compete against everyone else yep. you saw those open houses. You know those fifty groups that you saw. Exactly. Yeah. And one of them's going to fight you for it. Oh yeah. Or you can give us something really strong and entice our seller to stop the proceedings. You might be surprised what happens. And then we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the greatest thing is about being transparent and honest and upfront. And um, I think, like you said, the good agents—they're not taking listings that they don't want. Yeah. They're not taking listings that are overpriced. Right. And they're listing a lot. I mean, right now we're down thirty-three percent on what we were last year on inventory. Mm-hmm. Not many people realize that. Yeah. Like we're, we're, the market is strong because of lack of inventory and low interest rates. That's exactly what's driving it. Something, something changes. The market's really not that good right now. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, you, this is where good agents prevail because they know how to negotiate. Right. And know how to hold themselves. See, we've, a lot of agents, I don't know if you're aware, there's 40,000 licensed real estate agents in, in Orange, Orange County, County. right? Just yep. in Orange County. And there was, when I, a few years back when I was in escrow, I think it was, it was 44 or something like that, and there were only... 30 some Three, thousand, 33,000 33, transactions. transactions done. So meaning that over 10,000 agents didn't do a single transaction, but you know there were more because of how many other are the big Well, you got your big guys who are doing 100 exactly. deals a year, which means most people didn't even do anything. Exactly. The one percenters. Yeah. Um, I put you in that one percent category. You know, you're a guy who gets out there, grinds every day, 
at every event, showing face, kissing babies, smiling, handshaking. It's the truth. You have to. You have to. What you said about me, I said the same thing about you. I see, I see you on Instagram. You're out grinding late night, and then I see you at 5 a.m. in the gym on your own, no one else in there with you. No. We're grinding away, doing a workout, coming into work pumped. Get you get your stuff done with the family, or and then the evening after yeah. being at work, and then you just do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually always question <laughs> where you find the time because my, my time management <laughs> is horrible. Um, as you even saw today, you turned up today, and what did I say? I got to go. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> I wasn't back. even ready for your appointment. Yeah. But you're very good at time management, and mm-hmm. I think that comes back to your being at the gym. You've set, you know, you have set regimes that you've been yeah. trained other people, and now you've got to, you know, you've, you've learned, you've taught yourself. Well, and then, and then we were talking about Joe Rogan earlier. Is Joe Rogan always jokes around about taming the beast, the demon within, like behind, yeah. like the vices and the mental, the negativity and stuff like that inside of you. And the Very gym, real. to me, is that outlet. The, you know, the negative thoughts that creep into my mind. The just when I'm having a rough day, when you've had, maybe you've had a bad experience with a client, or you've had an issue that day, and you need to release some tension. So you need to go work out, and you want to do that. The adrenaline, the endorphins, everything that comes from it. I feel so much better afterwards, and it just it relaxes me, and it gives you a level of confidence. When you go in there and you, you know, crush a run, you do a great, you know, PR on your mile, you lift some heavy weights, you do good there, you feel the pump. You, like I said, everything that comes with it, yeah. you just feel like you You've can take. You've been doing on a lot of running lately. Yeah. I don't know why. What the hell is that about? I don't know why. <laughs> just, I should have thought it in there. Is he, is he training for a marathon? Nope, just for fun. Just training for a baby. I have no idea why. You know what you need to train for? Mm. Squats. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. Uh, any dad out there, they'll, they'll vouch. When you try, the, the best way to put a baby to sleep when they're first born is holding him close to your chest and squatting. This is a new one. I haven't it's heard a this great, one. It's a great workout for you. But I'm telling you now, after your 50th squat, you're like, oh my god, my legs are going to snap off. Or my, or my, my quads are about to explode. They're done. Yeah, they're on but yeah, train, train your squats because okay. it works so well. Hold something small and squat. There, there you go. Just, just put on the, uh, the vest, the weighted, the weighted vest, and just practice. Just practice with that. No, I, look, I, I, I really admire your work ethic. I, I love what you're doing. I love having you part of our team. Um, uh, I, I love that you came out and helped us out on Saturday. It was really. You know, it was really, for me, a really cool moment, like you said, where I started the new, I started this RECA last year on my own, uh, having never started the company on my own ever before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very daunting and, and overwhelming experience, but it, it's like what you said, it's back to the people who you surround yourself with, it's, yeah. it's the support systems. Um, you know, you've been very supportive of me from the first time I met you, and I can be nothing but. I mean, you invited me to your wedding, mm-hmm. uh, which is a beautiful wedding, by the way. Yeah, that was my uh, cigar on my wedding, because I appreciate that. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I brought the cigar. It was the freaking <laughs> hottest day in the world ever that day. <laughs> and I crashed someone else's party by accident. Yeah. You <laughs> <told> <laughs> me that. You asking everyone one. if they knew where Lawrence and Haley were. <laughs> that was fun. But um, again, it's just, it's just about enjoying what we do. I mean, we have a great yeah. time doing it. It's not easy work. No. But if it was easy, everyone would do it. Right. Uh, and mind you, everyone, everyone does do it thinking that it is easy, but they're, they're just not having the success, right? Yeah, and then they run into the issues and the problems and how do I grow my business and what do I do? And if you don't, this is a business. This isn't a hobby. This isn't for fun. This needs to be run like if you were starting any type of business that you can think of. That's exactly what real estate is. Correct. Correct. Well, I look forward to having you on the show again. And uh, hopefully next time when we have you on the show, we'll do a live show okay. and we can see if we get any questions coming in at the time so we can help in, in anyone who has any questions about what you do or how you do it and any tricks or trades. But uh, again, awesome. man, I appreciate you coming on the show. No, thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you very much. I appreciate and it. And best of luck with the baby. Thank you. Remember, Simona, great name. <laughs>